Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Bryn Wise, and you are listening to the Grace Mama Grace podcast. I am a mom who struggles with mom guilt, and I am working tirelessly to overcome it. It is my mission to help you remember that you are enough, exactly the way you are. You are the mother your children need, and you are perfect as a mother just because you love your kids. Let's do this. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. Okay, I am so excited to announce this, but I have decided to do something a little different for the last 10 weeks of this year. Whether you are new here or you've been an avid listener since day one, I wanted to highlight the top 10 episodes from this past year. And come 2022, I'm going to start a new season. Nothing's going to change. It's still going to come out on Mondays. I'm just going to start a second season. So I wanted to end this season by highlighting the top 10 episodes. And I chose those top 10 based on the ones that were the most listened to. So for the final 10 weeks of 2021, I am going to start with number 10, working all the way back to number one. And number one will be aired on the final day of the final Monday of 2021. So you can look forward to that. You guys, I am so excited for you to either hear these for the first time or re-listen to them if you've heard them before, because we're in a new place. Even if you've heard it before, I invite you to listen again, because you'll probably hear something different. You'll learn something different. Something new will stand out to you. And I invite you to listen up. Cool. All right. Here we go. Here is number nine. Hello, hello, my gorgeous friends. Welcome, welcome back. I am super amped to chat with you today about what I consider to be the greatest parenting hack. For those of you who know me and my story, you know that I went to school to be an early childhood educator. Little people are my jam. I actually earlier this week went to the park with eight children by myself and we walked there, some were on bikes, some were in the stroller, some were walking, some were running. And it was one of those moments where I was like, I really do love this. Like, it's a little overwhelming, of course, but I really do love getting to be with kids and be with people. And I remember during one of my interviews um, as a kindergarten teacher, it was actually my principal came into my classroom and he was observing me. It was just one of those standard observations to make sure, you know, I'm doing good as a teacher or whatever, all the things. And I remember him telling me, like, I don't know what it is, but you've got it. And I was like, what does that mean? And he was like, I don't know. But like, you've got it. And your kids love you and they listen to you. And I want to share what I think it is with you because not only did it help me in my kindergarten classroom, not only does it help me when I'm babysitting other people's kids or just with children, adults, teenagers, anybody, I want to share what it is with you. 
Okay. And it all stems from one of my very favorite quotes. And that was said by John Maxwell. And that quote is, people don't care about what you know until they know that you care. And that leads me right into the greatest parenting hack ever, which honestly, it might surprise you what it is based on that intro. And the greatest parenting hack, aunt hack, uncle hack, whoever you are, whoever you are listening to this, if you want children, no matter their age, 2, 12, 18, to love you and to trust you and to listen to you, you must follow through with your consequences and with the words that you say. So many times I get stopped at the grocery store or at church or whatever and people compliment, oh my gosh, your kids are so well behaved. And I got to just put a disclaimer in there. Like that does not mean that my children are always clean and their hair is always perfect and they are always smiling and always eating healthy foods. Like that is not, no, that's not real life. But my kids do listen to me. And when I, for lack of a better word, threaten something, they take me seriously. And it's not just empty words. And I was at a grocery store one day and just walking past a random store owner, worker person, and I told my daughter, Alila, sit down. And if you don't sit down, you do not get a treat when we leave the store. And she sat down immediately. And she was like, whoa, I don't feel like I've seen that in a long time where like a kid actually listens when mom threatens (laughs) no candy. And I was like, well, I definitely very, very, very strongly believe in following through with with my threats. And that sounds so aggressive, but you know what I mean, right? Like what I say, I mean it. And my kids know that I mean it because they have tested me time and time and time again. And there are so many times that I hear moms that they just say, Olivia, stop that. And Olivia doesn't stop. And there's no consequence. And so Olivia learns, okay, well, mom wants me to stop, but she's not going to do anything about it. So I'm just going to keep doing it. Right. And how many times do we do that? It's human nature within us to do that, to test people's boundaries, to see how serious they are. I'm sure you can think of times when you were a child, when you were a teenager, when you were a young adult, when you were in college, when you were newly married, when you were just like testing people to see their boundaries, to see if they were someone that they actually did what they said they were going to do. And guess who you trust the most? Guess which professors stand out to you the most. Guess which people in your life have made the biggest difference in your life. The people who followed through with what they said they were going to do, both good and bad. This is not just like, okay, I threatened no candy if you don't sit down in the shopping cart. But it's also, uh, hey, I promised you we're going to go to the park after nap time. So guess what we're going to do? Even if life turns crazy and 
we're literally going to be at the park for 10 minutes because, oh my gosh, I lost track of time and I still need to X, Y, Z, all the things. But we're going to go to the park because I said we would, right? And truly, truly following through with what you say you'll do. And uh, you know me, right? Like giving yourself grace all along the way. Some days it's just not feasible and you just, I am so sorry. I I did an earlier episode about the power of I'm sorry. And about one day, there was just a day that I told my son we were going to get to go to the temple and we just didn't get to go. And I apologized profusely to him. And I think one of the reasons he had such a big meltdown is because that's not our norm. I really, really, really try to be someone who follows through with my word whether it's positive or negative. And if you adopt that, mama, oh my gosh, your life and your children's lives literally will change. Because yes, there are so many long nights. My daughter is a, she has a favorite blanket and we, we are very sticklers about letting our kids come out of their room or not at night. And they're not allowed to come out. Once we say goodnight, once we close the door, if they open that door, they're in trouble. And they know that. And so sometimes when they like have a real emergency, they like approach us very timidly. Um, But we follow through with our stuff because we want them and we've told them the importance of sleep for for their brains, for their growth. They rise really early. That My kids wake up at like 6 a.m. So when it's bedtime, like y'all gotta go sleep so you guys can grow and develop and mature and be awesome tomorrow and happy, right? And I teach them that in, in words that they can understand. But my cute daughter sometimes likes to test the boundaries. My two-year-old especially is a boundary tester. And we have had to take away her blanket more times than I can count. And it's always long nights when we have to take away her blanket because she is in her room just crying. And I know how easy it would be to go in there and just give it back to her. Here you go. I love you. Stop crying. Go to bed. Right. But if I did that, what would she learn? All I have to do is cry really hard and really loud and potentially really long, and then mom and dad are going to give in, right? Kids are smart. They are really smart, and they are really, really testing you. But if I don't give in, then guess what she learns? All right, I better not come out because mom and dad are going to take my blanket away, and they're not going to give it back until tomorrow, like they said. So I better not come out unless I don't want my favorite blanket, And it has gotten a lot better as we've consistently continued to do that. And like I said, I will not pretend like it's easy. It takes enormous amounts of energy and we have a lot of long nights and a lot of long teaching moments in the days where we're learning a new skill. They're testing the boundaries yet again, but yet again, they're learning, okay, mom and dad really mean it. They really mean it when they say this and, and it's even as simple as yesterday, we were cleaning up the playroom and we set a timer for five minutes. And normally we can clean the playroom in five minutes, especially if we're all working together. But Alila chose not to help. And 
So we told her, okay, when the timer goes off, we're going to bring out gunny bag, which is actually a genius thing that my mom did when I was younger. And it's literally just a trash bag. But (laughs) my mom is a singer, makes up little songs for everything. Not like a famous singer, but she would just sing everything. And so the trash bag comes out and you sing, here comes gunny bag. Yum, yum, yummy. He takes all your toys and puts them in his tummy. Right. And then you can just continue with that rhythm and then just he's taking your fence. He's taking your dinosaur. He's taking your whatever. Right. And it turns gunny bag into the enemy instead of mom or dad. But my kids We've been threatening Gunny Bag lately because they have not been very helpful with cleaning up. And up until yesterday, they had never actually seen Gunny Bag come out because they tested the boundaries yesterday. The, the last couple of weeks when we've been like talking about it, they've, oh my gosh, let's hurry, let's clean up. And yesterday, they did not hurry and clean up. And so Gunny Bag came out. He had to. And it was one of those like sad, like, dang it, I wish you guys would have listened. I don't want gunny bag to get your toys. And and in our family, gunny bag means those toys are in gunny bag for a week. And they can't play with those toys for a week. And my daughter's little princess dress got sucked up by gunny bag. And she was really sad about that. But guess what? Uh, next time when I threaten gunny bag, they're going to listen. <laughs> right? Because they know no, mom means it. Like she really is going to take my toys away and it really is going to be a week before I see that again. And I know it worked real well for me as a kid, right? Your kids, they want to trust you. They really, really do. And when you have that relationship of mom means what she says, when she tells me she's gonna come snuggle me after she does the dishes. She really does. She means it. When mom tells me she's going to read to me after she puts the baby to bed, she really does. She really means it. When mom tells me if I don't sit down in the shopping cart, I don't get candy. She really means it. If mom tells me if you don't go get dressed right now, we're going to be late for school and that's going to make me upset. (laughs) I really mean it right? We're going to be late for school and I'm going to be upset. And ain't nobody likes it when mom's upset, but I try to give them that fair warning, right? So another huge key piece to this is, I kind of referenced it earlier, but you just, you cannot give in. No matter how long they cry, no matter how hard they cry, no matter if they're in the middle of Target wailing and screaming and gnashing their teeth, right? You cannot give in because they are learning. If I am at a public place and I embarrass mom long enough and loud enough and hard enough, she gives in. And guess what? If you don't give in, it's going to happen once and they're going to learn, okay, well, that was exhausting and it didn't even work anyway. So I'm not going to do that again. But if it does work, guess what they're going to do every single time you go to the grocery store? You tell them no. Ah, right. They're going to scream and cry and freak out. all the things every single time because it worked last time. And as parents, we like our, our first reaction is like, stop it. Shush. Like, don't embarrass me. Right. Like, right. Whatever. But like, no, 
Use this as a teaching moment. You do not get what you want when you behave that way. (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) So stop it. No. The answer is no. And if you continue to cry like that, we're going to leave the store right now. And we're not even going to buy XYZ that we came for. Right? And, And really, truly following through with whatever it is that you say. So that they can learn mom really means it. And this is not doing anything for me. So I'm going to stop this behavior now. Okay. With that said, that leads me right into one of the pro tips I want to make sure to share with you. Make sure to think it through before before you threaten anything. Because there have been so many times that I like totally stuck my foot in my mouth that I'm like, oh, I didn't want to threaten that. And I, I just was a little too severe in my punishment or like, and it's like, really mom, like, did you really need to threaten like a month away from the TV when all they were doing was not helping clean up the playroom? Like that's going to do me more harm than good. Right. And, uh, five minutes in timeout or no candy today would have sufficed. I didn't need to ground them for a month from the TV. You know what I mean? So really, truly thinking things through before, and you can totally premeditate this of like thinking when you're not in the situation of, okay, these are my, my child's typical behaviors. And again, this works at any age, okay? Whether they're two or 12 or 18, if you adopt these things and yes, it it really works at any age, but thinking of your child's typical acting out behaviors. What do they do? And then what are you going to do about it? What's the consequence going to be? And if they're 17 and they're constantly late for curfew, next time, what is the consequence? And think about it before the incident happens. Because when we are angry, when we're in the moment, sometimes we say and do things that we regret. But knowing and premeditating what is the consequence going to be and then following through with it. No matter how hard they cry, 17-year-olds throw throw tantrums too. It just looks a little different than a two-year-old, right? Following through, no matter how much they beg, no matter how much they plead, no matter how inconvenient it is for you, no matter how embarrassed you are, no matter how X, Y, Z, whatever, right? You still have to follow through. All of these things apply no matter how old your kid is, okay? So think it through beforehand so that you are prepared with a consequence when their acting out begins and do your best to make the punishment fit the crime, if you will. I literally had one of my kindergartners one time who was like so distracted by their shoe one day and they were not listening. They were not looking at me. They were not sitting the way they were supposed to on the carpet. They were just constantly fitting with their shoelace. And I told this child, stop playing with your shoe or I'm going to take your shoe away. And that was kind of a silly consequence, right? And they didn't believe me. And they continued to play with their shoe. And I literally took that kid's shoe off. (laughs) And I gave it back. Like when we went outside, I'm not like a vicious Hitler person, right? But when we were inside walking around, that kid had one shoe on because he was constantly playing with it when we were sitting at the carpet and he was not listening. Okay. And guess what he learned? Oh, Mrs. Wise is serious about this, right? And I need to listen to her, okay? So 
doing your best. If it's a toy that they're fighting over and not sharing, take the toy away. Put the toy in timeout. And you're not sharing this. So you guys can't play with it. I'm sorry. And if if they're not whatever, like I said at the grocery store, if you don't sit, you don't get a treat when we leave here. If you're not going to listen to me here, you don't get a treat for good behavior leaving here or whatever, right? If you don't help me clean up the playroom, then I'm going to take away your favorite toy for the rest of today or whatever. I will be completely real. We bribe with candy way more than I should, especially since I'm a health coach. (laughs) But I am a huge believer in like one piece of candy goes a really long way for awesome behavior. Um, So I totally use candy as a as a bribe um, for my kids to help me and stuff. So that's just a full disclaimer right there. And maybe that's bad. And you know what? It works for me, though, behavior wise right now. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So there you go. Make sure the punishment fits the crime the best that you can. Don't have it be so super random, right? And if you don't help me clean up the playroom, you're going to lose your iPad for a year, right? Like, the, and maybe in your house that actually would fit. But making sure that it does, it does fit the best that you can make it, okay? With all of this said, it is also very important, and this is something I constantly have to remind myself, let kids be kids and don't take yourself so seriously. There are battles that I choose to fight and there are battles that I choose to, you know what, this doesn't matter. Like when we go to Target sometimes and my kids are running through the clothing, I let them because not always, but if there's no one around they're not bothering anyone. They're not running into anybody. They're not breaking things. There's nothing to break. Okay, you can do that. That's fine. And yep, have fun. You're allowed to be a kid. You're allowed to play in the clothing racks. That's totally fine. And same things. We were at a movie theater one time and there was no one there besides me and my family. And so I let my son, who was like 18 months at the time and like totally in that new skill of learning up and down the stairs and running as fast as you can and you just can't keep them still. I totally let him walk up and down the stairs and across the bottom of the movie theater thing, basically the whole hour and a half that we were there. And there was like a couple people in the audience and maybe that was very rude of me. Uh, but honestly, I was like, you know what? They're on the, their eyes are on the screen anyways. They're not paying attention to my kid. My kid is not screaming. He's not being loud. He's just walking around a lot. And it's all right. I'm going to let him do this and it's going to be okay. And granted, that was like the only time we took him to a movie at that age. We have not been to a movie in a lot of years because we've got a lot of kids really close. So that's not like a every single week I take my children to the movie theater and let them run around and wreak havoc and be really annoying, right? Like that's not a regular thing. But there is definitely those times that I'm like, this is just not a hill I'm willing to die on. This is not a battle that I think is important to fight and it's going to be all right. And I totally, there's a lot of ways that I'm super lax. Like, yeah, my kids can jump on the couch because to me, it's, it was a thousand bucks at Costco a couple years ago. It's going to get faded and worn and dirty anyways, because I've got three little people. I don't, I don't really care. Yeah, they might get hurt. And you know what? They'll learn (laughs) if they get hurt not to jump so close to the edge. And you know what? It's going to be all right. They'll they'll live. It's not going to kill them. And there's a lot of little things like that that I'm like that. I don't care about that. But there's 
the things that are important to me, like listening and behavior and safety and going out to the grocery store and making sure that they're not throwing tantrums and freaking out. Those things are important to me. Those things matter to me. So the punishment fits the crime. I follow through with my word. And guess what? I get compliments all the time about how well behaved my kids are. Okay. So this was like 17 fold, right? There's a lot of like little nuggets in there based on my early childhood education, based on human development, based on my experience in preschool and kindergarten, based on almost five years of being a mom. And really, truly, it all comes down to let them trust you. Let them trust you. Show them that you mean what you say on all sides. Do with them what you said you would do. And play with them when you said you would. Discipline them when you said you would. Allow them to trust you. Show them how much you love them. Show them how much you care. And lead them and love them and guide them as they grow. And show them the right way to go. They're new here. They don't know hardly anything. (laughs) And what they know, you are the one that has taught them. And so really, truly, if, if you want kiddos who listen to you, this is one thing that you can change. No matter how tired you are, no matter how pregnant you are, no matter how XYZ, whatever, if you threaten something or if you give a consequence, you have got to follow through. And if you don't have the energy to fight it, then don't threaten it. Okay? But if you threaten it, if you have the energy to threaten it, you better have the energy to follow through with it. Okay? All right. I love you. I believe in you. I am excited to hear if this secret blesses your life because I know it has blessed mine. And I shared this with Blake early on before we even had kids when we were just aunt and uncle and had little kids in our lives. And he has gotten really good at this. And it really is a skill. It's so don't expect to like get super great at this overnight. Give yourself grace as you learn, as you practice, as you keep trying, as you keep trying, as you, oh shoot, that was a moment that I just messed up. I should have X, Y, Z, right? Oh, dang it. I gave in because they were crying and wailing and now, oh, let me try that again, right? Give yourself grace, practice the skill, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, keep trying, and know that it's going to be hard. It was a lot easier with my kindergartners because I loved them, but in a very, very different way. It is way harder with my own children to practice this. Because I know them inside and out. They know me inside and out. They know which buttons to push. And so just embrace yourself for the fact that it it might be really hard. It might be really hard. Okay? And just keep practicing. Just keep trying. And show them that you mean what you say. On the good, in the bad, all of it. And that you are a person that can be trusted to do what you say you're going to do. Okay. I love you. I believe in you. I'll see you next week. 
All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember, the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace. Thank you.